Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Well, hello, 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 and hello again. My name is Kelly Combat, and welcome to Career Combat. I want to thank you for being here, first and foremost. Think about all the things that you could be doing right now. and You decided to be able to listen to this broadcast. And when we think about all the things that we could be talking about, it's all about empowerment. This what this show is all about. This is exactly what we're talking about. Empowering you, empowering you with a growth mindset, all the things that are important in your world, especially when it comes to our careers. Think about all the things that we focus on in our careers and in our lifetime. We spend a lot of time in our jobs, in our, our entrepreneurship kinds of journeys. And when you think about all the things that are really difficult, the thing I hear the most about is conflict. And that's what this show is about today. I have conflict at work. Now what? What do you do? That's the purpose of today's show. Empowering you to get through that conflict because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When it will happen. We know it will. It's just a matter of making sure that you're prepared when you face that conflict. It happens all the time, doesn't it? I'm going to tell you a story. When I think about my experiences at work, I've had a lot of conflict in my days, maybe because of the kinds of environments I've been in, big companies, small companies all around the U.S. Currently, I'm in New Jersey. But originally, I'm from Michigan, and I am a Scorpio. <laughs> so if you're thinking about that, you might be thinking to yourself, ah, okay, I get it. Yes, I am a Scorpio, raised in Michigan, born in November, November 20, to be exact. And so what does that mean? It means that I am a very emotional person. It means that I typically don't respond to conflict unless somebody is pointedly coming at me. And that's how I respond. Maybe it's the scorpion in me. Maybe it's the kind of environment I was raised in. It's a whole lot of things that make me me. And just like the scorpion, you typically are not going to have a problem with the scorpion if you don't mess with it. <laughs> that's what that's what the scorpion is, right? Not just the horoscope, but the actual scorpion. And so when I think about that and my experiences, I think in general, we, we do tend to respond very defensively to conflict. We, we tend to get our feelings in it. You know, don't start none, won't be none. There's so many different phrases when it comes to conflict. And it does mean that we tend to have a make it or break it kind of environment when conflict happens. So have you felt like that? Have you felt defensive when it comes to conflict? Do you find that it keeps coming your way and you keep 
facing it, whether it's with customers or when you're finding those interpersonal conflicts with folks at work? And have you felt desperate when it happens as if you don't know what to say and you don't know what to do? I know I felt like that so many times. And then the day after or two days later, when I haven't had enough sleep and I can't get that conflict out of my head, I say to myself, I should have said this. I should have not gotten so upset. Maybe I should have gone about it a different way. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, because I'm sure a lot of you out there have experienced that and you felt desperate. Well, now you have your answers because that's what we're going to talk about today. The truth about conflict, what to do when it happens, what not to do, which is just as important, and some acronyms to keep in mind because I'm all about the learning. I'm all about the growing. And that's what we'll do today. So what is the truth about conflict? Hmm. Conflict happens all the time. It doesn't matter your age what you're doing in terms of your job. It could be happening in your personal life as well. We know that there are no boundaries when it comes to conflict. So regardless of your national origin, this is a global society we live in. It doesn't matter. Conflict occurs. And so why does it happen? It it happens because honestly, we work with people all day long And it's going to happen. And you never know what somebody is bringing to that conversation or that conflict. They could have had a situation at home where that's the last straw and now they're coming for you. And you don't even understand it. Why is this person getting so upset with me? Why are they coming for me like this? It happens all the time because we spend a lot of time with these folks. And when that occurs and we're at discord, what do we do as human beings? Well, we fight, we flight, or we freeze. That is the human nature of us all, regardless of age, regardless of race. Race is just a construct. All these things happen because of the fact that that is in our DNA, that is in our brains, fight, flight, or freeze. And so think about that for just a moment. I know I've had situations where I didn't want to fight in terms of the arguments and the raised voices. And something in me said, no, protect yourself, get upset. And I didn't think and I flew off the handle, and then I regretted it. I hope this show will allow you to think about some other options before you lose your cool, before you perhaps maybe think to regretting what you said or the relationships that you're not helping or building. That's what happens. Our relationships, I've said this before, are like bank accounts. We're always depositing and a lot of times we're withdrawing. (laughs) We're taking withdrawals from that relationship bank account. But what happens when 
you are not really paying attention to what you're saying. And because of that conflict, now you're in deficit. Now that bank account is no longer there with that person. So think about that. These are really, really, really crucial conversations. And I use that term, that phrase, because it's one of my favorite books. And I have some other books for you to consider at the end of the podcast that I'm going to refer you to. But crucial conversations is a really perfect way of phrasing it because they are. They're critical and crucial to our development as human beings and for us really just navigating life. So what do you think about before it actually happens? You can feel it. You can feel it in your gut, your belly, your brain. All the emotions are there. You can feel it happening. What do you do when it occurs? Think about all the things that we get upset about. And when people bring conflict to us or when we start conflict with others, I'm not here to assume that the conflict is just coming at you. You could, in fact, be the one who's creating the conflict. Maybe because it is the last straw and you can't take it anymore. That's why I find it really, really important to check your life battery. What the heck does that mean? Check your life battery. It's just like our phones. We're always looking at our phones 80%, 85%, 20%. Oh, I got to put my phone on charge. We don't really think about our own life battery and when we need a charge and when our energy is depleting. And that, folks, is usually the reason why we are snappy. Because we're running on fumes. We're running on empty. And we didn't check our life battery until it was too late. And somebody looked at us one particular way or they said something in a snide kind of tone. And then that's it. Now here's the conflict. And sometimes it could be just a matter of disagreement that continues to escalate because there is no empathy. So regardless of sides, regardless of who starts what, today's podcast is going to be all about all the tips, the tricks, and the techniques that you can use to really be there for you when you need it most. As I said before, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Conflict will happen. It will and it's up to you to decide, do I want to push this further or do I want to hold my own and maintain this relationship bank account that I have with this team or this person or this manager and you know the rest. So how do you begin? How do you begin when conflict occurs? I always talk about considering these options. It's always a consideration. Every single time it's a consideration. The first consideration is weight. I've mentioned weight before. And for those of you who have listened to the previous Career Combat podcasts, 
I was wondering what you think wait means. Do you remember? W-A-I-T? W-A-I-T means why am I talking or what am I thinking? Why am I talking or what am I thinking? And it applies just like when we're interviewing. It also applies when we have conflict. Take a beat and think about what is it that I want to say? What is it that I want to convey? Am I moving the needle or am I making it worse? Why am I talking or what am I thinking? W-A-I-T. And think about all the things that are important when it comes to conflict. Is it important to win? Hmm. <laughs> Is it important to win? We think about winning all the time, don't we? I know I do. I think about winning in life, winning to make sure that I'm serving as many people as I can, helping to coach folks in their careers, helping to manifest a great personal balance for me and my family. That's the kind of winning I'm talking about. And when I'm in the middle of a conflict, perhaps maybe 20 years ago, it was all about being right. Do I want to be right in this situation? I've always said in this podcast that I was going to keep it real. And I think it's true about this very statement I'm about to say. I believe most folks are just trying to win and not win in a positive way. Win at all and any costs. Win at all and any costs when it comes to arguing, when it comes to conflict, when it comes to confrontation. All of it, it's just about winning for a lot of folks. I don't believe it's everybody. I don't believe it's everyone because I don't like to think in absolutes. Usually that's the cause and the common denominator. Just winning. Ignoring facts, ignoring emotion, ignoring empathy. Many times it's just about winning. Self-preservation, I think. Think about all the things that matter to you most. Is it about winning or is it about preserving that relationship? Maybe the relationship doesn't matter to you because perhaps you're about to leave that employer or you're not going to deal with that customer any longer if it's your own business. If it matters to you, however, that's why we are really considering all of the options like, wait, what am I thinking? Taking a beat. Why am I talking? All of these things matter. They matter why? Because confrontation, we know, stresses us out. It's true. Confrontation can be very stressful, especially if it's not in your nature. I know I tend to be a very emotional person, 
and it does stress me out. And I used to avoid it like I really didn't want any involvement. How many of you out there feel the same way that you avoid it every time you see it? You can feel it in your bones and you say to yourselves, nope, not me, not today, (laughs) not today. That avoidance does add up. That confrontation that you're completely ignoring, it adds up. And then it becomes much more than you can handle. And we all know the body keeps the score. We bottle it up inside until it breaks. That's why it is critical and crucial that we consider all the possibilities of navigating the conflict. And there are so many more things to consider. In a few moments after our break, we have so much more to talk about. Things like halt. We're going to revisit weight. How do you begin when that confrontation hits you? And all the techniques, the things to avoid. Because there are some traps. They do feel like traps. (laughs) You're in the middle of the conflict and the trap begins. You can you can hear it. You can taste it. You can sense it. You can smell it. It's happening. How to avoid the traps so that you can navigate and get through and keep your peace. Because that's the theme of today's topic. It's all about protecting your peace. Self-preservation, but in a positive way not in a way that destroys relationships. It's about self-care. So just in a few moments, we're going to tackle all of those topics. Stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. 
Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, folks. And although the name is Career Combat and I'm Kelly Combat, this is all about peace today, right? protecting your peace. I am about peace and I'm a very peaceful person, regardless of my last name being combat. So really focusing on the topic of interpersonal conflict at work, or if you have a, if you have a business and in that business, you're coming across clients or customers who may be a bit prickly (laughs) and creating a lot of conflict with you. That's what today's show is all about. Before the break, we talked about, wait, what am I thinking? That's how you begin. Why am I talking? W-A-I-T. Just like in a previous episode, we talked about wait when it comes to interviewing. It also applies when it comes to personal conflict, whether at work or not at work. The next idea I wanted to put in front of you is halt. We also talked about that before with interviews, but it also applies when it comes to conflict. H-A-L-T. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Many times conflict happens because of one of those four reasons. Or perhaps other things that are happening in the home and that person just brings it to work. It could be built built up resentment or so many other things that we have no idea about that we're just not privy to. My point is for you to consider yourself when it comes to your center, your peace. Are you coming into that conversation, that dialogue, hangry, hungry, Angry, lonely, or tired. Because sometimes it's a combination of hungry and angry. Think about that because all the things that could be happening could be exacerbated because of one of those four reasons or other emotional baggage that you're bringing to the table. And did you notice how I was talking about both sides? the things that we both bring to the table. I'm not here to assume that it's just people bringing you conflict. You could be the one bringing the conflict. It happens all the time. Either way. Sometimes we're placed on teams that are not very accountable or are not rooted in 
the values that we have. Sometimes it's rooted in values or lack thereof. That's what you need to consider. Am I at a place where I can breathe, where I can center myself? That's how you begin. When the conflict occurs, center yourself, take a deep breath, and really think about what you want to say next. The next thing to think about is active listening. Active listening. And active listening doesn't happen when we just want the other person to shut up. (laughs) I told you I'd keep it real. I'm not going to be polite about it. We just want the other person, will you please just shut up? How does that build a relationship? I'm not saying that your feelings aren't valid when the other person is talking and you just want them to, I don't know, be quiet. That's a better way of saying it. It's all valid. Whatever emotion that you're feeling inside, whatever you are contemplating, it's all valid. Consider the act of listening to be the place of beginning, the place of rebirth, the place of opportunity. Not just to hear, not just to listen to respond. It's that next level, everybody. It's the next level of listening, which is listening for understanding. Carving out the nuances of what they're saying and what's behind it. Paying attention to their nonverbals, paying attention to all of it. That's what we do as coaches. We pay attention to all of the listening, what they're saying and what they're not saying. And it's no different when it comes to conflict. Although, Coaching is more about growth mindset and moving forward and big picture and achieving greatness, good to great, great to fantastic. It's that whole journey. Conflict may start out as negative. You have it within you, I promise you. You have it within you to have the power to be able to navigate it the way in which you wish to and have a great result. We know there are things that are within our control and things that are not. As long as you tried your best and you did your best effort, the rest is up to them. How it lands with them, whether or not they respond in the way in which you wish for them to, none of that is within your control. If you think about weight, if you use HALT, If you consider the breathing and the way to start, the way to listen, all those things, then you've done your part. And then you can put your hands up and say, I'm I'm letting it go. I'm going to be like frozen. I'm going to let it go. (laughs) Pun intended. One of the things to also think about beyond active listening, listening at that third level. We talked about Things to avoid. The elephant in the room. What happens when conflict happens most and things get even raised to an exponential level? 
What do you think happens? The number one thing that happens when people are just not getting it right in the middle of a conflict is a response of, you always, you never, they're absolutes. How do you think a person is going to respond when you hear, you always? I know if I hear those words, that's like nails on the chalkboard. Because I know I try. Don't you? When we hear those words, it's so hard, isn't it? It's so difficult. Because as human beings, when we know we're trying, it's rough to hear the words, you never. Wait a second, I think I do. <laughs> I think I do. I, I just tried a couple days ago. I just tried last week. So if that person is telling me, you never, that means I never did. Not once, not two days ago, not last week, not last month. I've never done it. It's never happened. And the same thing goes when we say that to others. And I'm not going to front. I know it's hard because it's the first thing that pops in your mind. You never, you never listen to me. You never appreciate my ideas at work. You always trash talk my progress. And then instinctively, what happens when we say that to someone or when that happens to us? I know what I do. I, I cross my arms and I'm steamed. I'm just steamed. I'm so angry thinking, how could they even say that? And I don't even hear anything else that they have to say. It becomes almost like peanuts. Charlie Brown and the gang. Wah, 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 wah. I don't hear anything else. I'm just keeping it real here. <laughs> I don't hear anything else when I hear you always or you never. So that's the first thing everyone to consider. Removing that from your lexicon. Removing it from the words that automatically come out when you're in the middle of that conflict. Because typically, I'm not going to say every time, because again, there are no absolutes. Typically, it's not going to be 100%. Typically, you wouldn't have those kinds of odds. That that is that person 100% of the time. Or that is you 100% of the time. So that's the number one thing to avoid. You always or you never. Because instinctively, as human beings, fight, flight, or freeze, that's what freezes us up. That's what gets us angry and over the top. When I hear you always, I take a deep breath. And I hear them out. And I try to lean into the curiosity. It's 
a muscle I've had to build for a lot of years, and I still don't get it right. What about you? What are we doing when we do get it right? Well, the first thing that we do when we do get it right is we listen. We listen for understanding. What do we do when we get it right? We're breathing. We're taking a really deep, soulful breath. The kind that we cling on to for life (laughs) because we're so incensed. That's the first thing that we do. I know years ago, I was in the middle of a conflict at work. And there was a team that just was combative. I I, I hate to say it like that, but it just kept coming for our group, for our function over and over again. What ended up happening was the leader of our group wanted a practice in empathy. So they developed a, a meeting that was more about consensus and they invited all the parties to the table. And as we were embarking upon this very first environment where we were all sitting in the room so that everybody would be able to hear each other's gripes instead of a lot of back talk, water cooler talk, rumor mill, all the things, oh, this team doesn't know what they're doing, and the back and forth, the back and forth. We all heard it out and put it out on the table. And that's how we started the conversation. Whatever you need to say, put it out there. We're going to spend the first five minutes putting out there our concerns. Everybody's going to get a chance. We ran around the table and we did that. And that might seem like a daunting task to pursue for an exercise. However, there's many ways to do it. You can solicit feedback in an anonymous way. There's plenty of platforms like Mentimeter and things like that. If you have teams that are just not getting along, you can create anonymous and private and confidential questions to put it out there. Put the elephant out there in the room and address everybody's concerns so that the conflict lessens. So we talked about listen for understanding and acknowledgement. The thing to consider, the very, very thing to consider is the fact that every single person that you're dealing with is no different than you. I know that might be a weird concept to think about, but it really is true. Regardless of how different they are in age, gender, there are any one of their identities. You might not think that you understand them because of their background, because of where they're coming from, because of their function that they work in. But none of us, not a single one of us, is a monolith. Meaning, because I'm a woman doesn't make me one particular thing. Because I'm from Michigan doesn't make me one particular thing. Because I am a DEI executive doesn't make me one particular thing. 
All of us are a combination of things that still bind us. There is an, what I call an intersectionality. I love that word that was phrased uh, years ago. There are common denominators that bind us. And as human beings, it is innate that we want to be included. We also want a sense of belonging. I always say this, it's infinitely essential. And so acknowledging someone else by showing them the respect that they deserve by listening, it starts that whole ball rolling to increase that relationship bank account. I understand that it's hard. It's a muscle to build. I'm not going to lie. If you try, if you center yourself, if you do the breathing, if you listen for understanding, I promise you, your relationships will gain trust and they will get better. Think about that. So many options to consider, so many things to think about. There are more things to consider, however, more things on the table when it comes to conflict, more options for you to really employ and many more things to pull, pull from your tool belt, as I like to say. After the break that we're about to take, I have so many more goodies, so many more gems, so many more roses to share with you because it's all in the perspective, isn't it? It's all in the perspective that we have. We know that we're going to have conflict. It's just a matter of timing. And when it happens, you'll know what to do. See you after the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Men are currently in a mental health crisis. Suicide, addiction, and loneliness are on the rise. Men need mentorship, community, and guidance. On the Men's Therapy Podcast with Mark Azule, you'll hear from experts on topics that men care about the most. Financial health, relationships, fitness, emotional management, and lifestyle design. 
Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. All about protecting your peace. That's what we're talking about today. I have conflict at work. Now what? We talked about some things before the break about things to employ, things to consider, things to really put into motion. I say this all the time, everybody. Intention plus action equals momentum. It all it also equals manifestation. Intention plus action equals momentum or manifestation. I break it down by saying I am. That's what I remember. And I have it right here near my computer so that I always, always consider it. That is the point. It's nothing without the action. So now you've got the power. You've got the power in your own hands when you have that conflict. Before the break, we talked about what am I thinking or why am I talking? Another one of my favorite acronyms to lean on. Some more things to really, really put into motion are listen for understanding, acknowledge the other person where they're coming from, because we all are on this earth as human beings. One thing I like to do all the time is speak with certainty. I slow things down when I'm in the middle of a conflict and not in a patronizing way, but in a way where I can slow down my breath so that I don't get hyper, so that I don't get too stressed out because my health matters. I protect my peace at all costs. So I slow things down and I start breathing and I begin with these words. I hear you or I see you or I understand where you're coming from. And I slow it down for emphasis because it's important that they understand that I do believe it, that I do see them, that I do feel what they're going through because I break it down to the, just to the most basic level that we have as humans. Not on any other level. We're just two people trying to navigate this world. And what matters most? I know that we all want to be loved. We all want to feel safe. We all want to be included. We all want that sense of belonging, don't we? I know I do. So that's what I break it down by. I hear them out and I'm listening for understanding, not just to get my two words in because I'm not in a court. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not on the stand. I'm not trying to cross-examine anyone. I just want to understand where they're coming from. That's the whole goal. That's the whole point. And so when you do that, when you come across with, 
I hear you. I see you. What do you expect to happen after that? Well, I can tell you from personal experience, it was a game changer. It was a game changer for me. When I employed that approach, it's not a tactic, it's an approach. It changed the game exponentially. I literally would see things just soften. They just became steady and easy. Much more easy than when I used to say you always or you never. It just worked. And it will work for you, I promise. You can't really control exactly what comes from that relationship or how it will end up. But what I can guarantee you is it's much better of an approach than to just win at any cost. So beginning with empathy, listening for understanding. And another technique I like to employ is watching my body language. Watching if I'm flailing my arms, my hands, the way that I'm paying attention. Because we know that, especially when working with other cultures, working with people who may misinterpret your your way as to how you're communicating with them. All of that is misunderstood when you're not paying attention to what you are doing because that's what we can control, how we respond, not how anybody else does. We can control 100% of the time how we respond to what happens in our lives. It's called 100% responsibility. Not that we're responsible for what everybody else does. But if you break down the word, responsibility, the ability to respond. I know. <laughs> when I heard that years and years ago, I just, I, I loved when I heard that. Because it is all about that. Not that I'm responsible for everything on earth. It's just that I'm responsible for me and how I respond to what happens in my life. It's the difference between calming down and breathing when I'm cut off in traffic versus rushing behind them with my car. <laughs> I know that's extreme, but there are extremes that happen in life. Another acronym that I love to use is COIN, C-O-I-N, C as in cat, O-I-N as in Nancy. COIN stands for a four-step way of speaking when you have a conflict or even when you're giving feedback that you've been avoiding giving. Feedback to someone who you may not be getting along with and feedback for when you have perhaps a performance issue with someone who reports into you or feedback when somebody is really not getting along with you and you really want to stay with a framework, stay on task, be crisp. The C stands for context. The O stands for observation. The I is for impact. And the N is for next steps or the way forward. So those four steps, if you use them, 
It will keep you on task. It'll keep you succinct. And it will keep the emotion out of what you're saying. Many times, conflict keeps going because of either you always or you never or things that are based off of emotion. Your feelings are valid. Nobody's saying not to provide your perspective on your feelings. You can definitely provide that input because it does matter. And that other person should have the wherewithal to hear you out, just like you're going to do that after this podcast (laughs) and really validate your feelings because empathy is not about saying somebody is right. It's about putting on their shoes just for a moment and understanding where they're coming from, their life experiences, and what led them up to feeling the way that they do. So the C is for context. That's what you want to talk about. O is for what you've observed. And remember, it's not you always observe something. It's just the facts of what you observed. The I is for the impact. That's the piece where you talk about how it affected you. When you did this, this was the impact to me. And the N is for next steps, a proposition of the way forward in a positive way. That keeps you on task. Again, it keeps you crisp and it keeps everything on target so that you can give them the floor and they can respond. They have an opportunity to share the conversation with you. Coin is your friend, I promise. (laughs) C-O-I-N. That's another reminder that I keep right nearby. Because that way I don't meander and go off on off onto other tangents and bringing in something that happened two years ago. Nope. I stay current. I stay in the same mind frame of what I wanted to talk about. And I end with a way forward. Onwards and upwards. Positive intelligence. Let that marinate for a moment. C-O-I-N. Context, observation, impact, and next steps. Imagine how you're going to respond next time when you use COIN. Imagine how much of a way forward it will be. Imagine eliminating you always and you never. And imagine paying attention to what they're saying and what they're not how you're responding, your body language, reading between the lines. Another thing to remember is yet another acronym, and I promise this is the last one for this podcast. This episode has been full of acronyms. And don't you love it? They're they're easy to remember. They really are. The last one, and the reason why I keep saying think It's on purpose. Just like most coaches, everything we do and say is on purpose. THINK is an acronym. T-H-I-N-K. And what it stands for is thoughtful, helpful, 
thoughtful, helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind. Thoughtful, helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind. When you speak during the conflict, is what am I saying thoughtful, (laughs) helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind? I hear you. I see you. That's acknowledging that other person and certainly necessary, certainly helpful, certainly kind, and certainly thoughtful. And it's inspirational. That's the thing to keep in mind. So wrapping it all up, we talked about a lot today, a lot of things to really employ, to empower you. Things like think, wait, halt, coin. Those were the four. Eliminating language that is problematic and doesn't increase that relationship bank account. We acknowledged how hard conflict can be and how we love to avoid it as human beings. You have options, everybody. As, as, as my friends out here, I love the fact that you are leaning into the positive mo- mode and the growth mindset. That's a positive mode indeed. There's so many books that you can consider, things like Crucial Conversations. That's a really good one. Crucial Conflict is another good one. And I like the classic, The Anatomy of Peace. That's an excellent book. Crucial Conversations, Crucial Conflict, Crucial Conversations, The Anatomy of Peace, and and all of those are really good. They're all classics. We talked about a lot of things that really are going to protect your peace. Any one of these things that you start are going to push you in the right direction. And speaking of next direction, we have a topic coming up in our next episode. And I'll be inviting uh, a special guest. His name is Thomas Matelski. And Thomas is all about creating a really great and fresh approach to creating the career that he loves. He has designed a fulfilling career path for himself. I mean, this is a Renaissance person, okay? (laughs) He's a CPA. He does improv. He's a professionally certified coach. He is all around a brilliant, brilliant person. And I can't wait for you to hear from him. So I would love for you to tune in. And as always, let me know if you have any suggestions of what we talk about. You can email me at yes at kellycoach.com. That's Y-E-S at K-E-L-L-I-C-O-A-C-H dot com. And I want to say thank you for paying attention and considering all of these things that we talked about today, considering when you, remember I said when, when you have conflict at work or in your business. The last thing I would love to share with you, as I said earlier, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're facing, never, ever forget to protect your peace. Protect your peace at all costs, not just on Saturday, not just on Sunday, self-care Sunday, but every single day of the week and every little bit counts. My name is Kelly Combat, and thanks for listening.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week. <laughs>